I'm nervous. Don't but we know. have two lines? Yeah, no, it's, it looks good. Um, Euripides. Euripides. Good blood, bad blood. Okay, let's try. Is film like milk? Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm. Damn. That <laughs> Whole milk. Skim milk. Medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Welcome to Aged Like Milk Podcast. This is our first recording. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Glad a- to be here. So we actually thought it would be funny if uh, we introduced ourselves as if we were the other person. So I'm going to go first. So hi, my name is David Rogers. I am a beautiful biracial man from Wisconsin. I live in Los Angeles and I love basketball and shoes. I have a whole wall of shoes with lots of different drawers and I love my friend Paris. She is amazing. (laughs) Valid. Uh, Thank you for, you know, the little intro about me. I am Paris Herbert Taylor and I'm an Aussie and I lived in Hong Kong for a little bit and then Canada and made my way down to the party in the States and loving every minute of it. Um, I write film, TV, comedian. I am super, super funny and hilarious. Everybody loves me when I go to parties. Yay. Um, (laughs) And we are friends from Los Angeles. I feel like Adult friendships, it should be easy. And, and we can, we'll get into other friendships like this uh, movie we're talking about. But yeah. I feel like adult friendships should be easy. And this has been, been very easy and natural. So, In your own words, what is this podcast about? I would say this podcast is about, um, you know, it's a little bit of history. We're looking back at, at movies we like or, you know, re- want to revisit um, with, uh, with a later, you know, more advanced mindset on perspective exactly a a different perspective um after some years went by when these movies released and we kind of just break it down and get a little introspective on it and and see what what's what still uh can hang and what what kind (laughs) of fell off yeah Yeah, because aged like milk i did was that obvious to you when i picked like yeah okay because i wasn't sure if that was i do i have been known to have some quirky Tons of phrases. I mean, I don't think people drink milk anymore, especially out here. Like yeah. it's almond milk. I don't or know oat. if almond milk or oat milk. Yeah. yeah, or coconut milk. I don't know if that goes bad, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, growing up in Wisconsin, we've definitely had spoiled milk in the back All of the right. fridge. And yeah. so, you know, this is definitely a podcast. We are film fans, uh, first and foremost. I said that with. Hmm. We are film fans, first and foremost. Film fans. Um, film buffs, uh, amateur, obviously. Nobody pays us to have these opinions. Yet yet but um i think it's really interesting to look back at film and to realize that uh yeah some things that maybe were cool in the 90s or in the 50s or in the early parts of cinema maybe not so cool now yeah so today's movie what is it called david today's movie is she's all that from 1999 i like saw bits and pieces of it i don't know what i was doing in 1999 um, I think I went to high school like ugh, I was like a freshman in 2000. So I don't know what eighth grade David was doing. I didn't catch this whole film, but I saw a couple scenes from it. So rewatching it and seeing other you know movies like teen drama stuff like that. It was one of my favorite movies growing up. I think that is the case for a lot of women. And then I rewatched it as an adult. And I was like, okay. So I have a lot of thoughts about that. But before we jump into what has aged like milk about it, let's just talk about the movie. 
Zach Seiler had it all. How's it going, man? President of his class, captain of the team, and dating the most popular girl in school until she went on spring break. Guy in high school, athlete, good-looking dude, tall, good family, <laughs> uh, good GPA. You know, he uh, breaks up with his girl, bets a guy, one of his buddies, that uh, he can turn anybody into prom queen. She's the total uh, babe or smoke show, as they would say. Um, once, you know, she gets spruced up a little bit and, uh, you know, some things happen. Some people change. People open up and, uh, you know, they find some, some meaning in life moving forward out of high school. Yeah, he has six weeks and he basically stalks her into submission and then she becomes... She doesn't win prom queen. Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry for those that haven't seen it. You've had 21 years <laughs> <laughs> to go watch it. But, um, she, you know, she still gets the guy. He gets the girl and everybody lives happily ever after in, in Hollywood or in they're in L.A. for sure. Yeah, Maybe somewhere. OC or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they ever say. Can I ask you a question yeah. first? What jumped out to you? What made you like it so much uh, as a kid? I think this movie really speaks to those of us that were not very cool in high school. I was not very cool in high school. I was definitely a drama geek um, and a writing person. I did play a lot of sport and that's very highly coveted in Australia and in Hong Kong where I went to high school. It was a very small school where I graduated in Hong Kong. Um, but I think this movie really spoke to me. It's like, oh, anyone can be popular. And you know, even the people on the outskirts, like you can be beautiful. I mean, I think now we look back and we're like, she was always beautiful. Like, yeah. They didn't hide it very well For sure. with the glasses yeah. and the hair out. <laughs> but I think, you know, you know, I am a kid that was raised on like the Cinderella story. And it's like, mm -hmm. if you get lucky, you can be turned from a, from a outsider to an insider. You yeah. Know? And I think that that's not just me. I think that's a lot of women. But as we will discuss, I think that's actually something that's quite problematic, you know. Yeah, especially, I, you know, high school is a nightmare, right? Um, I, I would not, if somebody paid me, I wouldn't go back to high school. And I was kind of, How you much know, money are we talking? I mean, but it's just, it's, you're in, in classes and around the same people for eight hours. It's yeah. clicky. Um, kids, the kids are super mean to each other, yeah. right? And we saw some of that in this movie. And for like for what reason then you grow up and you're like oh you know like that kills a total douche or a dick in high school and right you know look at him now or her um so yeah I, I don't think I'd do high school over again I do want to say about this podcast that we are film fans and this podcast is not meant to in any way make fun of or um diss the people who made this movie who are involved with this movie um David knows I just worked on my first major movie with a studio and it was grueling, and I think I would be devastated if someone said, hey, that six months of your life that you spent out in, we shot in Pittsburgh, you know, was kind of irrelevant, and this movie sucks. So first and foremost, David and I are coming at this, like, review from a place of love and from a place of respect. Like, every single person that worked on this movie, like, good job, because you ultimately added to the zeitgeist, but I think the lens of time... For sure. And I mean, you know, they got to take it with a grain of salt, you know, if they end up hearing this. But I mean, a lot of these people in this film had amazing careers, oh, yeah. still have oh, yeah. amazing careers. So um, I hope, you know, as an actor one day I can say like, yeah, like that one didn't hold up too well. Yeah. But, you know, I love that time I spent with those people and those relationships I made. You 100%. Know? And that actually is a really great segue into talking about the people involved with this movie. So 
Um, it was directed by Robert Iskov. That's how I'm pronouncing it. I'm probably saying it wrong. Sorry, Rob. Um, he's <laughs> born in Toronto, which is where David kind of mentioned I lived for six years. So shout out to the six. I love that city so much. Um, and Robert also directed from Justin to Kelly, which I have not seen, and Romeo and Juliet on Ice, which I also have not seen. And then I'd like to see that. I would. I, I think, think we should review. Like <laughs> um, and then he did a bunch of TV movies, but obviously like quite an interesting career. And then it was written by R. Lee Fleming Jr., who um, had a pretty prolific career actually. He wrote on Friends, One Tree Hill, The Lion Game, and Light as a Feather. So some very cool people there. But the cast. It's so interesting to watch it now because there are some heavy hitters in right? there. Right, yeah. And yeah. just looking into that, um, I mean, you got Freddie Prince Jr., <laughs> uh, Rachel Lee Cook, Matthew Lillard, who did, uh, what, the couple Scooby-Doo's together with Freddie Prince, yeah. right? Yeah, and same with Sarah Michelle Gellar, who has like a very tiny pot in yeah. this. Um, and, they're, and they're married, Freddie Prince yeah, Jr. and happily, Sarah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of like the king and queen of the 90s, Yeah, and they became... It's very cute. Um, but you've also got uh, Paul Walker. R.I.P. That's my guy and, uh, right there. You've got um, Gabriel Union. Uh, yeah. Gabrielle Union, I should mm-hmm. say. Usher, Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim, I mean, acting, her you know, her <laughs> style, no notes. No notes. Um, yeah, what was the number one thing that stuck out to you of how this movie has aged like milk? Um, aged like milk. Okay, so... There's a lot of stuff, and I'm sure we'll get to it. But the slang. <laughs> That's did, really funny. I didn't even have that on my list. Slang? No, but I do remember oh the wigging. Yeah. What, oh, you, what? You, you were wigging. What? I didn't wig. You wigged out. Oh, there's major wiggage. Yeah, like, I don't remember. I mean, I was I a child of the '90s. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably around the same age as you, and I don't remember ever having that slang in any other movie or using it. Yeah, I've heard like wig out before, but um, I mean, like in what Forty Year Old Virgin. Is that 40-year-old Rich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, we're going to wig out. And like all the girls wear wigs, stuff like that. But not in like this context where he's like, oh, you made your wiggage. She's like, I didn't wig it. Huh? I think that's really funny that that yeah. was like the first thing because I did not even have that on my list. But I was that definitely has aged like milk. Yeah. Do you want you want some of the other ones? Yeah, go for one. <laughs> I got some too. Paul Walker said, uh, you're Walker, like you used to be the Mamba Jump. Mamba Jahamba, <laughs> and now you're just bitch boy. <laughs> like after Taylor breaks up with them. Um, I was like, what? I did notice that Paul Walker a couple of times was like, bitch. And it was like <laughs> super face. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they were trying to convey yeah. with uh, that dialogue. Or, you know, it's his choice. Bitch. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah. crazy. And then when they were selecting a girl, he's like, man, I could bump monkeys with <laughs> that's not... any, any of the 2,000 girls at school. See, I think this is going to be funny, like, because I'm foreign and you're American. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so many of the movies unless we do some like Australian ones or whatever. And I have yeah. to like explain to you what's going on. And like, honestly, if you told me like, Oh yeah, in high school, we were all saying bump monkeys. I'd be like, <laughs> that's weird, but I accept it. Yeah, Sure. Okay. Like I've heard bump uglies. Yes. I've heard that. But not bump monkeys. Maybe they couldn't say bump uglies. Cause I'm trying to remember. It seemed like this movie was pretty, I mean, there were some themes that were very adult, but I don't think there was really any swearing. I mean, that... it, bitch. Oh, okay. Did they say but fuck bump, you? Bump uglies. I know. That's but... not a swear really. Who knows what the... Yeah. We'll have to look more into, like, what the regulations were right? at the time. Unless I got, like, some weird version of it, you know what no. I mean? Because I was watching it, like, on, on Showtime. Was there any other yeah. slang that really stuck out? Um, Bobos. 
They oh, go to the beach. Oh, the, the boobs. The boobs. Yeah. So you got there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Paul, again, Paul Walker, RIP, my guy. But he goes, she's got some major bobos. <laughs> I remember that. Major bobos, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. like, again, I'm not a guy. Do guys talk about I mean, bobos? I there's a lot of a lot of slang words for bobos, but I've just <laughs> never heard bobos. I like that David went in light with the stuff that hasn't aged well, because my first... Um, problematic age like milk thing was everyone was like making fun of her dad for being this pool guy and yeah. having a blue collar job but he had a house he had a house with a pool and like some uh, like it had a backyard it was i mean we're millennials we're never gonna have a property. garage <laughs> yeah you know a what basement. I mean? yeah yeah and he had two kids in a decent school in la like exactly. if you don't live in la or you don't know enough about la like it is hella expensive to live here yeah. like you know, we're grown ass adults and we have roommates and it's like, Ooh. it's, 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 I mean, yeah. mine is my partner, but well, still, still counts. Um, still counts. but, uh, okay. So that was weird. And yeah. I was like, wow. In the nineties, did it really, cause now like, I feel like plumbers make really good money. Yeah. It's and a I, good, good trade. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's like cool to make fun of. But they said, uh, towards the end, in the end scene, he's talking to, um, his son, uh, Simon in the movie and he says uh, we got to get up early and so do you we're putting in a spa like that's not just that's not you, somebody calls somebody a pool person yeah. or a pool guy they like clean the pool like this dude's putting in people's spas and yeah. stuff like that and they like, also kind of made fun of yeah exactly like when he pulled out the like jock strap I know that the character yeah. was meant to be hilarious and that character was hilarious Yeah. but I just think it's really funny that they yeah that everything was just like they were made to seem like these disgusting characters and it's like yeah, he. I mean, he was definitely like a bit unobservant. Like that scene where he doesn't notice that there's like six like teenagers in his house. <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, but it's like you didn't notice, or like uh, just little yeah. things. Like he comes down the stairs and he goes like, "Isn't there like a p- prom or something?" It's like, dude, you know what the word prom is? <laughs> you know, like just, yeah. they make him seem like such a space cadet. Yeah, but he's a good dad. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, and I didn't like that they made fun of him because I think people who, you know, like, but who made fun of him? The kids, I feel like. What kids? It was Taylor. Yeah. That Brock character is so funny. That I think that like age like milk. The guy was wearing the shell necklace with the yes. um with the shark tooth on it. Yes. But that dance scene he had with that Rick James, uh, "Give It to Me, Baby," I ge- I was geeking out that whole time. <laughs> he was and like I mean, I, is this is the real world still going? I feel like it's. I I don't think I've watched MTV. But in it was a few years. yeah, it was like one of those MTV or VH1 like shows, yeah. and like they're all gross, and it was so 90s. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, talking about farts or whatever. <laughs> and, okay, so another thing that I felt like aged like milk um, was definitely um, the whole like yeah, making her like beautiful. Yeah where she can't just be who she is yeah um, it was like she was carrying all that on and like she's clearly got hobbies and she's clearly like a very interesting person that goes to not my scene necessarily but those like you know live art shows <laughs> yeah she's got a yeah. diverse life and she's yeah. interesting and it's like you want to be popular like come to the beach play volleyball take your hair down put contacts in yeah stop talking about art um it was very like objectifying of women and i think that was like an easy like kind of joke back in the day but now it's like i think if they tried to put that into a modern movie people would be like hang on a second yeah like what's up with that yeah um so this is what i wanted to ask you too um so how freddie prince jr's character pursued 
um, Laney, right? Like, is that like acceptable? Like, do women no. like that kind of pursuit? Come no. like recording uh, from men, um, like keep showing up at her house, work, etc. Like he, she even said, like you can't keep showing up like this. Yeah, he's like, you know, um, stalking's illegal in all fifty states. She but said. she kind of says it in like a jokey way. Yeah, you can tell she kind of in the movie they make it so she's like mm-hmm. not horrified. Yeah, I mean listen i i remember watching it as a kid and being like wow he's so persistent like that's true love but actually as an adult i'm like that is extremely unhealthy and you know he just continue i read this down myself he continuously crosses boundaries for her she'll say i'm not interested or like um he tricks her into going to the beach with him you know like he goes well i'm gonna stay here and play sega yeah and then she's like fine i'll get my suit like he basically like blackmails her into hanging out with him that's uh i was just like eh, it's a, a little creepy you know it's quite it's quite yeah creepy. and also just like the fact that her no holds no weight to him like no means no he like goes to the art show and he like it's just a lot yeah for sure but i, I think mean, i think they tried to write it so it was like charming and romantic yeah and she's like oh okay all right i, I did think it was funny she's like i'm not smart you know like oh at the falafel place yeah. that was such a great and he's like uh like laney i have the fourth highest gpa in the class and her friends like uh yeah yeah he does i loved like, i, I do i that. do want to say a sidebar that i did love the friend but one thing that really bothered me um i don't know if you caught this they're at the prom and he overhears paul walker's character um whose name is uh, dean samson dean, yeah when they're in the bathroom yeah he hears dean samson talking like oh it's going down in room 401 or whatever room it was and uh, he comes out of the bathroom and he immediately leaves and does not wash his hands. <laughs> Maybe this is just the corona in me, yeah, but sure. I was like, um, sir. <laughs> I mean, he's got to get to her. Yeah, you I know? get it. There's no time to watch, watch those like, shitty hands. I mean, I think before that, he was eating a whole plate of shrimp. So maybe the shrimp was oh, bad. <laughs> Do you remember that? That's when yeah. he meets uh, Zach's sister. Yeah. Anna yeah. Pack played by the Academy Award winner, Anna Pack. Yeah, yeah. Who? She was Storm in X-Men. Or no, she was Rogue. She was Rogue. I read that the original character that Freddie J- Prince Jr. was supposed to be playing was meant to be much more of a dick. And they auditioned uh, Freddie Prince Jr. And he was just so charming that they kind of made him more yeah charming i could see that and i don't know what it was but like for some reason i was hating on freddie prince and then i watched it a couple of times this week and i'm like man he's you know what I, mean? I could see it yeah. yeah i could see it oh i had a big crush yeah. on freddie prince jr he was like i mean uh, paul walker is hey yeah smoke paul, show. paul's that dude yeah. yeah they're all good looking i mean that was another thing that was so funny it was like <laughs> How old are they supposed to be? Like, they're supposed to be in their final year. Yeah. They look 25 easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And then you've got Kieran Culkin, who looks about <laughs> 10. Who was my MVP of this, of yeah? this film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just, I liked, I liked everything he was doing as an actor, his choices, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, no, he is great. But it was like, there was a scene in the in the cafeteria where he's like rollerblading around with Peppa. Mm-hmm. He looks like 10, 15 years younger than every single person in that room, except for maybe the guys with the pubes. Yeah, but you don't remember like small freshmen? Well, know? I had a different experience. My oh, schools okay. were always like smaller. It wasn't big. Like when he said something about 2,000 girls in the school, I was like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, we had in my city, we had four high schools. Okay. One was private, three were public. And my graduating class was 300 people. Yeah. They're all seniors. Okay. So, 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 sort of so similar. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, freshmen are tiny oh, when yeah. you're a senior. Yeah. You know, you're coming out of middle school. And all the home hormones yeah. have kicked in. You're really tall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just thought that was really funny. I mean, I would have to go back and look at how old they actually were in the 
in the thing, but I just thought it was like, it looked like the school went to like grade yeah. six. <laughs> like, how old is this guy? <laughs> there's one of the, there's some football player in one of the scenes walking with Taylor, like when they're doing like the back and forth between, um, you know, her and Lainey, like running for prom queen when it's getting towards the end of the stretch. And this guy looked like he was 35. Yeah. Sitting next to her. Oh my God. But that, that scene where that, that pew pizza, I, I watched it the first time because I didn't it. remember it and I had to skip it the, oh the, the other God. times I watched Like, okay, so this is a question I was going to ask you. Yeah. How much would they have to give you, even though it's not real pubes, to actually to shoot that scene to be in that I movie? I mean, I'm a fucking professional, so I would yeah. do it for my fucking paycheck. Really? But, well, I know I know what the pubes are made of. I Googled it. Oh, what, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? Because I know a lot of people in like VFX and like yeah. special effects and stuff like that. Um, it was corn stalk oh fibers like dyed darker yeah yeah i know that scene and the, the way they shoot it where it's going into his mouth and you see his like oh braces. my god I see know. that's what i'm saying but you're on that big screen that's for the rest of the rest they of your life during it. history and that kid had a couple other cameos like in american yeah. pies and stuff like that Good. but i mean there's there's no way i'm doing that it was, it was so funny. I feel like Freddie French Jr. is such a nice guy that like when he was forcing them to hoover it, that yeah. was another word. Another, that's on my list. Hoover, hoover it. it. Yeah. I was like, he's not even that intimidating. Like, what's he going to do yeah. to them? That's what I'm saying. I was like, no, I'm not eating this. You know what I mean? In my high school, like, someone would be like, no. Yeah, beat me up. Go <laughs> yeah, for like, it. Let's, let's get after it. it. Yeah. Kudos to him. He carved out his little, little niche and what, you know, some I mean, of the he stuff was, he did this in, is in not, films. This is not to diss on him, but like for the look he had at the time, he was never going to land like, yeah. the leading man roles. I mean, he looks ginger. like the, the the kid from Toy Story that oh burns God, toys. The bad kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he does a little yeah. bit. I just, I'm not doing it, you know, like I, I wouldn't have been cast as that, I hope. But um, I just. Do you think I, they told them in the audition that that's what the problem? <laughs> like, how do you audition for that? I don't I, think I those were the. Actor. Those probably weren't the sides. He probably, you know, had some other oh, little yeah. little scene or oh, there's a fight scene, you know. Then they're like end, and then the next page was like eats pube pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and the agent's and like, they, you booked it. Yeah, you got it, bud. Like, yeah. <laughs> be on set uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I actually read that the reason they included that scene was to attract the male audience because it was like kind of felt like a like chick flick and so it's like they added the gross humor yeah to really draw the men in so did you research into the writers of this movie i did not okay well m night Shyamalan wrote on this movie what he did some rewrites he, he wrote, wrote the pube scene i think he did i think he wrote <laughs> some of the like more scenes so interesting thing was that um he dropped that he had been a ghostwriter on this movie like in an interview or something and then the writer robert was like oh no robert's the um director uh r l e fleming jr was like no he didn't and then the, the director like admitted that he had done some punch-ups or write-ups and something and then the the writer like deleted his tweets or whatever oh, however wow. he like said it somewhere yeah. online like why would you deny it i mean yeah. i just like it got me thinking like imagine if they were ghosts the whole time like, if she was dead like you know like if who was dead if like the main girl was dead yeah like, if Lainey was that, dead if the like the mean art girl was misty was like you should kill yourself and then she yeah, does and then like she... this is him having a romance with the girl and i only say that because of spoiler alert yeah six sense what you also should have seen by you've now. had so much time yeah but then like okay so like what's the premise then so he's he's dating he's dating this ghost and she's helping him out to uh, pick a college <laughs> 
Hey, don't, I, choose my future, Zach. Exactly. Dartmouth. Yeah, Dartmouth. He's Great like, art ah, program. Get it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, great. maybe it was like. Maybe they were both dead. That ghost has some great bobos. <laughs> she has some great bobos. That swing costume was so sexy. I love how they like made it look like, oh, she's wearing a one piece. I'm like, she looks better in that one piece. I was going to say, like, than anyway. a couple of those other girls on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Like, M. Night, written by M. Night Shyamalan, like waiting yeah. for the twist. And then it like, turns out they were ghosts the whole time. And when the dad goes, go in the backyard, like maybe her ashes are back there. And he's having this dance with no one. Yeah. I don't know. It started to devolve. Yeah. That is not the real synopsis of the movie <laughs> for those just skipping ahead. But if any Hollywood writers are, are catching this and want to mm. <laughs> remake this movie, yeah, it might TM, be an angle. Co- come, we copyright that idea, yeah, by the way. Yeah. You know. No, actually, it's, um, it's based off Pygmalion, which is a... Which is, yeah, the, um, that Greek mythology, yeah. right? And he fell in love with one of his sculptures that came to life. Right, and yeah. so it's interesting because... Um, 10 Things I Hate About You also came out around this time. Gabrielle Union was also in that as the black best friend, which we should get into in a yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that was based off of Taming of the Shrew, which was a Shakespearean play. Obviously, if you haven't seen it, it's a great, well, oh, and, uh, that's definitely an aged like milk Shakespearean yeah. play, but I think that it lives in its own sense of history. Um, but yeah, but, I thought that was interesting that it was kind of like an al- allegory. Is that the right yeah, word? Like, but that's, that is super, you know, and I, I read a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, if you're saying that he, molded her into what she right. what she was or at the end of the film mm-hmm. um or brought it out of her at least mm-hmm. and then yeah I fell in love with her so. i mean i feel like that story the pygmalion story like it doesn't have a good ending i'm not like not a good ending but it's like it's not something to aspire to so the fact that we all watched this movie and i was like i love this movie like, <laughs> this could be me like i could be popular um that's kind of weird they yeah. like took something that was kind of like fucked up and were like it's a high school movie and yeah let's make this routines yeah but i mean going back to it you said number one in the box office yeah, so it works so maybe we need to dig up some uh some old plays and stuff Just like start that writing and, on them. yeah and then uh, who owns the rights to it. the bible yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's got some great stories yeah. in there people, people be talking to bushes have uh have M. Night Shyamalan be a ghostwriter. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> on it with us. No yeah. one steal our idea. Yeah. TM. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, the kids smoking in high school. Like yeah. there's no way that would they would let kids do that. I know I smoking know. age was probably like eighteen back then. Um, Because I had a fake ID and I used Uh, to buy cigarettes for people. What's Um, the smoking age in America now? It depends on the state, but I looked it up today and it's 21 in California. Really? Yeah, yeah. But that's interesting. It's uh, back then I know it was 18. Interesting. Um, Because kids in in my high school used to do that. Turn 18 and then go buy cigarettes. You could get a cigarette before you could get a drink? Yeah, and you can go. So go, weird. You can go die in a war before wow, you get I know, a drink. Because like, as long as you can smoke, hey, oh, why you get shot at? For um, for those that don't know, in Australia the drinking age is eighteen. In Canada it's nineteen, um, unless you're in Quebec, which it's eighteen. So it used to be eighteen here. Really? Yep. And uh, Wisconsin was one of the last states to actually go to twenty-one. Really? So yeah, it started like I down wonder what the theory behind the twenty-one. Um, by the time a lot of kids were just getting hammered and driving right. around. I oh, think that was fuck. it. Yeah. Well, like Paul Walker's banging heaters. And so is, uh, <laughs> what does <laughs> uh, that mean? Banging heaters. You never heard banging heaters? No, like heaters are, uh, uh, another, uh, slang term for cigarettes. Oh, 
I thought yeah. that was like a that was like a slang that didn't translate. <laughs> it probably doesn't. Bobos. Bobos. Look at the bobos on him. Look at the bobos on that. Don't suck on this bobo. Thing. She's banging heaters. But yeah, they, like Taylor was smoking cigarettes, just walking around. But they're walking around campus smoking cigarettes. Yeah, surely teachers wouldn't be yeah, that chill, even yeah. in California. I think like the the, the cigarette lobbyists were like, yeah, let's, you know, let's throw you some money. Yeah, yeah they, they just give Paul Walker a couple of Marlboro now, lights. because I feel like, yeah, back in the day, it was like every character smoked and it signified something with their character like traits. And now I feel like it's rarer unless you're watching something period. Yeah, and but I could see that in this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul Walker is kind of kind of a dick in this movie. Taylor so was, was a smoking, total yeah. total dick in this movie. She was smoking. So oh, she was mean so another question for you yes okay where does she rank on like worst most popular high schoolers in film history oh that's a great question yeah like who's who's more of a bitch than she is who's worse it's like it's so funny because with her like here's the empath in me like why is she a bitch you know like is she insecure like what's going on i mean a comparable bitch would be like Regina George, I guess, like with her cronies from like Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. Like, so obviously her name's Taylor Vaughn, but the real actress is named Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. Um, she has no like character development or arc. She's just a bitch the whole way through. <laughs> and then she's a sad bitch. And like, never does she like congratulate Lainey or like say anything nice. Yeah. Like she's completely irredeemable. And then she wins. And then she wins. And that's it. And that's it. You never see her again. She rides off into the sunset. She dances sexy in yeah. that dance. That's so funny that yeah. we have to talk about. Yes. I, I got those on that. <laughs> like for dancing sure. and choreography. Yeah. I love that song. I don't know. Like where does she rank? I mean, she was pretty awful. I wish that she'd had some kind of redemption arc because truly with an, I mean, do you think she was the antagonist in this? Um, yes, but at the same time, like, if you're talking conflict, Freddie Prince Jr. didn't really give a shit when she broke up with him. He was just like, right. are you serious? For this guy. And talking about Brock, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then he kind of got over it soon. He was already talking about if, if he really cared about it, he'd be devastated for a little bit. He wouldn't be making a bet with this guy to see who he could turn into prom queen in right. six weeks. And he was already on the hunt looking for so, somebody else. Okay, so do you think Dean, like the Paul Walker character, is the antagonist? See? He definitely furthers the conflict. Yeah, he pushes it that way, but... And then he also he, blows up his spot when he's like... Which should have... if How does how does uh, Freddie Prince Jr. lose that bet? Mm. You gotta tell... Like, you, that's gotta be part of the bet. You can't go up to her and tell her yeah, it's a cheating. bet. Fuck that's that. cheating. Yeah, he snitched. I said, you know, he should lose for that reason. Right. Well, because yeah. I, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, well, is high school the antagonist? Like, maybe we're giving this movie a little bit too much credit, but I'm sure <laughs> that they didn't discuss it at length. But it's like they're sort of saying like, you know, people are in their pockets and they don't come out, and like if you're unpopular, you're unpopular. But like, unless I shine my light on you, so it's like is the high school the problem? Like these groups and these like cliques and these like things that people are supposed to be like, oh, she's the art chick. So she could never be prom queen without a major transformation. And like, uh, look how much um, spotlight they put on Brock's character just Mm -hmm. because he was on the The real real world. world. You know what I mean? And that's like to high school students. Like, oh my God, they're freaking out about it. That was something that was so problematic. Like how old do you think that guy was supposed to be? Yeah, probably late twenties. Okay, and how old do you think Taylor Vaughn was supposed to be? She's probably she's supposed to be probably eighteen. Okay, because I was like, I wrote that down as problematic. I'm like, 
So this guy yeah. <laughs> meets a high schooler on yeah. spring break and clearly is banging her and no one's like, um, that child is dating an adult. Statutory? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, technically she is a senior, so she could have been 18. Could have been 18. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. I mean, she definitely looked 18. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I Again, like the empath in me, I'm like, the you could make the argument that she was under a lot of pressure to be the prom queen and like had been sort of raised because like our kids naturally bad like this is the nature versus nurture talk which is so mm. off base of this movie but like you know was she bad or like we really don't meet any parents in this except for freddie prince jr's and then laney's dad um yeah. and we don't know like maybe her mom and dad are like super psycho and bitchy and have taught her that like this is how you treat people or whatever um i definitely thought like and this is something i want to ask you about because you're a biracial, mm-hmm. you're half black, half white. I'm a biracial. I'm biracial, baby. <laughs> um, it was offensive to me that, like, I think this has definitely been talked about to death with, you know, movies like this. But, like, there were so many people of color in supporting roles, which mm-hmm. I give them props for having a diverse cast. But why did none of the people of color have any kind of arc like the only one that kind of even sort of had an arc was gabrielle union's character but they don't even imdb gabrielle and uh i think it's they don't even have last names don't even have last names oh my (laughs) god as their characters and by the way doula hill was like in one of the three like it was the three friends exactly as many lines as paul Paul walker yeah maybe less because he doesn't try to bang her true they're i mean they're moving the story along but like I think that's something. But those are two good, good-hearted characters in yes. this. In the they in both the film. yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Preston is Dula Hill, and mm-hmm. is that how you say Dula? I don't, we were oh, gonna have to check look it out. Yeah. yeah so. But he, sorry. Apologize, brother. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he's the first one to kind of come around, like at the beach, and he's like, "Yeah, she's cool. Like, come hang out." Like, mm-hmm. and he doesn't. But it's kind of disgusting at the beginning when he's like laughing to the side, like. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a guy thing. It, I mean, boys will be boys. I exactly. Hate, I well, hate I that. hate boys will be boys. So bad. But like, uh, it's not even boys will be boys. I'm saying more high school. They're in right. high school. They're like adolescent dickheads. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. I mean, I'm not a person of color. I'm an ally through and through. Yeah. But like, did it bother you watching it? Um, did you I, notice you know, it? Like, I I do notice all that stuff. I read something online. Um, someone was like, "Hey, at least they didn't make like the." the Dula Hill character, Preston, like he has this giant house. Like his, they're showing like people of color, black people yeah. in like a positive light. Yeah. So, um, but I think now, like, especially where we're at in filmmaking, like people are realizing that like you can have two main characters that are black or Asian or whatever. Like in this, it was like, they were very much, um, assisting the white characters. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's interesting that you notice that, like, yeah. you know, yeah. the cameos in this movie, movie were amazing little kim and usher i was just like what i forgot usher was in this yeah usher had a little stint for a little bit some of the notes i took okay so he's djing right yes and by the way on the credits it says campus dj like that's what his job was like yeah maybe again maybe it's an australian slash hong kong thing like we did not have a campus dj did you guys have we had people that did like the news Okay. For a school. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the the I've seen that in movies where yeah. they do like the announcements. Yep. Yeah, announcements. So maybe but maybe Usher like was DJ. like playing music uh, during people walk into the hall. Oh, like know? a bat up, so- like in when you walk up to bat. <laughs> there yeah. you go. No, it was just um, really funny, like the dancing at the end, because he had this one line where he was like, 
dance the dance I told Touch, you guys. Yeah, but okay, so like, all right, all right. That was so those people did not look like they're in high school <laughs> no, at all. No, and then it was like, and I didn't recognize any of them except the main girl. Yeah, and then some of the moves they were doing, and she was she didn't really have the dance down. You no. can tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Taylor, Taylor's character, but then my, my like on my notes, I was like. You got Usher at your disposal. Yeah. And this is the choreography you yeah. come up with. Usher's on tour probably coming up that summer. Right. Like he's got like good choreography. This is what you chose. I know. Or it's like this is all those characters <gasps> could handle. I read that uh, the Rachel Lee Cook character, they were going to get her to do the dance and she like did not want to do it. And so she made the argument that like her character would be too awkward to and not cool enough to have gone to the dance class. So you kind of see her in the front doing like the hands. Yeah. And then she like, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, why would she, she out of nowhere she in, in six weeks? And then yeah. she doesn't know she's going to be prom, uh, prom, queen. prom queen, which Gabrielle Union's character, um, she Katie, won't... she's the one that put her uh, up for it. Okay, yeah. so that is redeeming. Yeah. yeah so, um, but yeah, why, like, why would she, in between her art classes, she's going to kick it with Usher and, and learn the choreography. For the prom that she probably was That she doesn't know she was yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Um, can we just quickly talk about the live art show that they go with the hacky sack. Yeah, so you know that that's uh, David Arquette's brother. Oh no, way. Alexis Arquette. And he's he the was, hacky sack. Oh yeah. wait, the, the guy in the underpants. The or? guy, in the, yeah, underwear guy. David Arquette's. Uh, I feel like it's the worst. I mean, listen, David and I live in LA, and I would be lying if I said that there weren't art shows like that. Like I've definitely been to some poetry slams and some things where I'm like what the fuck am I doing here? Like I'm too real. I'm, I'm too real for that shit. Yeah. But like sometimes it does feel like in LA people are being a, like a caricature of themselves. Yeah, yeah. And that was just to me, like, I don't know. Like you just know that something like that has happened yeah. near us. In so, Hollywood. Oh, and I'd definitely be down to go to some of that stuff. I mean, just to check uh, it what, out. what, what would you be? Would you be smoking the marijuana? Oh, uh, I mean, I'll take an sober? edible. Yeah. <laughs> Have a couple of drinks. I don't know if I go sober. <laughs> but I feel like if I was stoned and I watched that show, yeah. I would be like, yes, I get it. I get this. <laughs> I'm there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I get your The art. trash exploding. The yeah, two the little, little people. Yeah. And they fall down. Oh. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> it the was guy in his lot. underpants, those old timey. Yeah. Ni- that hasn't aged well. Those 90s underpants. No. The tidy whitey. Tidy whitey. Right. Okay. So he gets up on stage, builds up the courage. Hacky right. Hacky sack. Hacky Don't let sack. it drop. Don't let it drop. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. Everyone's watching. Everyone's counting on you. For what? You I play mean, you play soccer? You yeah. got the fourth highest GPA. What are you talking That's about? That's a lot of pressure. For what? What do you mean? To be a They're... white guy with every <laughs> every university fighting over you. Yeah, that, that scene where it's like Harvard, Yale, Dartmouth. How did he get into Harvard with the fourth highest GPA? Not even the top I don't know. students, I don't like know the American with the stuff. with the number one GPA, that's a hard sell Maybe to get into soccer. Harvard. Maybe it was a soccer scholarship. I don't know. I mean, we could pause it and go back and read those letters. I mean, we could. Art but department, wrote yeah. them up. <laughs> real good. But I don't think he's getting he's getting into every school like that. Yeah, he's not getting into Harvard with a four. No, I, I mean, I gotta look into it again, but I don't think you could be the top in your class and it's hard to get into oh, Harvard. Yeah? yeah, and okay. he's like bragging about like fourth. Like, why? I mean, that must be a real strong recommendation letter. I mean, his dad went to Dartmouth, so, like, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the hacky sack thing was funny. Also, Freddie Prinze Jr. did, I just rewatched it, and, like, I've become, like, my partner is an editor. He edits, so, like, now I've become more, like, aware of editing. And I was watching it, and, like, they never show, like, his face and his feet, but it was him for certain things. 
Um, but you can see the other guy. Yeah, you can see the other at guy. one point. Easy. Yeah, oh, you yeah, can yeah. see his face. Yeah, like he look, does not look like him. <laughs> not even the same him, haircut from far away. Yeah. But no, he did um, lessons, and then they got like a hacky sack specialist. And I'm like, imagine that's your resume. Like, you know, we just really need a hacky sack guy. Wait, you know, is Eric available? Yeah. Is, oh. that, wait, who? Er- yeah. Eric. Oh, you know Eric, the hacky sack. Yeah. I just want. See, yeah. I don't think I have a plan on that. Yeah, it was, uh, something that missed uh, where I was living. Yeah, but it's it's you probably missed a good thing. But the kind of dudes that walked around with the hacky sacks. Or, but do you think you people know. still play hacky sack? I haven't seen one in years. Probably Maybe this Venice, podcast will bring it back. Maybe yeah. if you were like, "Hey, do you guys want to come over for some drinks?" and we got some hacky sacks here, <laughs> I'd be like, "No, I'm good. Uh, I'm good." The rap scene. Oh my god, <laughs> I was so. I don't want to bring it up. I'm really glad you brought it up. Yeah, I was I, think, I, was, I was hoping like, it would come up. What is going on here? <laughs> I've never known any dudes to be, start rapping, freestyling about <laughs> the prom, prom queen race. Yeah. Prom queen. <laughs> the pro- yeah, should, you know oh my god, mean? we should look up the lyrics. Yeah, because it it was so bad. And they were like, "All right, we need some brothers in here to freestyle about uh Laney." And I was I have the lyrics. Come on now. Okay, would you like me to read it to you in yes, my Australian accent? I would. She's all that rap. Um, here we go. Between two girls, which one we gonna pick? I rather pick Lainey because Taylor beats all shh. It's meant to say shit. It says shit in brackets. She thinks she's all of that and everything in between. Well, who's gonna be prom queen? Lainey. Well, Taylor used to be the thing, but now she's not. Lainey's going for prom queen and Taylor's hot. But we don't give a thing about Taylor Vaughn because Taylor's finding out and oh sorry let me try that again but we don't give a thing about taylor vaughn because taylor's fading out and ladies laney's on if brock could get with laney yo it would be real cool with the queen by my side we'd run the whole damn school yo keep it on the break and i'm gonna keep this cool taylor dissed zach for a chronic fool all for the high school jock named Brock. When my man clear gonna be box Laney. She's all that. She's all that. And, and I then like, everybody's like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> By the way, that was cool. the, I could do it in like more of a Shakespearean <laughs> way. That's, that's the Australian version of the rap I from like the, She's All That. I like that Australian rap. Australian. Um, yeah. But like, it's just really funny because also it says the name of the movie in the yeah, rap. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I had to put it in. Yeah. She's all that. Well, there it is. There's the title right? of the movie. And <laughs> they make fun of that in Family yeah. Guy. They're like, yeah. there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, what, does, what does she's all that mean? I mean, do you, do you, do you have the saying like she's all that in a bag of chips? Yes. Like that shit was okay. corny as hell. Like I knew some girls in uh, middle school. They say that shit and I'm like, you're, it's you're, like it's like someone saying corny. like oh it's the best thing since sliced bread yeah but i mean she's all that she's all that and in in and in addition she also has a bag of chips <laughs> but what flavor chips <laughs> yes exactly barbecue oh i only ranch. do salt and vinegar oh salt ranch vinegar. what what salt what? ranch i no i don't fuck with ranch i'm a barbecue guy i'll just listen stuff or like, I mean, you know what? In salt and vinegar. I can have a couple. I can't. Oh my eat, god, that's my favorite eat, thing. I can smash a whole bag of like of those Hawaiian oh chips. God. Oh, see, I never. Knew, that's not an Australian flavor. What the fuck? What is it? It's like sweet. So, yeah, like sweet and spicy. Yeah, sweet and spicy. Sweet and spicy. Yeah, um, you know what spice. they have in Canada, which is fucking delicious. No, I I the fought it for a long time. All dressed. The all dressed, and they have ketchup chips. Ugh, I no, hate I'm telling you right now. It's I like, don't but, like ketchup. Yeah, but Ugh, it's not really ketchup. It's like no, it's not really ketchup. It's um. It's like a, it's like tangy. It's ketchup. I can't do it. Do you really not like ketchup? I, oh my God. I can't believe I, I could, I could I've known you probably for make years. myself yak right now. So this has been coming out because uh, my girl Libby, 
she started telling everybody, all my friends, that I don't like ketchup. Okay. When we started dating, and now everybody's giving me shit for it, but I like barbecue sauce. I really like that you said that. This is the funny thing. I said my partner, and I keep saying my boyfriend. I don't think I said his first name because it's like it could change, and I just want it to be seamless in the podcast. But that you, is, that's you good. went there. Listen, I'm gonna go for it because oh she's probably, God. if she ever listens Aww. to this, she's gonna geek out because I almost yacked when you said ketchup, and she's a huge ketchup I fan. Know, she better listen to this. And she, we argue about this. She stuff. was like one of the first. I created an Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at, at Age Like Milk Podcasts. Good uh, blog. That's a good blog. That's a good one. Um, she was like one of the first followers and I was like, you're a good girlfriend, Libby. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think Support. I bullied my boyfriend whose name I will not say until his name shall not be he's in the other room. Um, he didn't help me with this setup at all. So fuck him. He's an editor <laughs> and he hasn't helped at all. I've learned all this by myself. Um, fuck you, guy. I think what this movie really made me think about was like everybody's definition of what's popular. Like you were saying is different. We should just like, people be who they want to be yeah for sure <laughs> you know? and nurture that and yeah just be accepting but you know people kids in high school they're they're kind of narrow-minded or at least when i was in high school i think it's i truly um, think it's different now I think yeah shout out to all the youngins today that are uh you know crushing it um the bullying in the film oh was uh misty well there was misty there was actually and her friend there was a lot of bullying and then the bully the bullies were bullied. Like we already kind of talked about like the pube thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also like speaking of the iconic red dress, uh, Taylor Vaughn fucking walks up to fucking Lainey and I think, I think it was holding, wine. She was holding red wine. Yeah. Yeah. But also it was like, I was, I rewatched that scene like three times. Nobody says, Hey, stop being a bitch. Yeah. Or like, what are you doing? Like, they just let her do it, and then she runs away, Lainey runs away crying. Yeah. And then everybody's just watching, and, and Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't even say anything. Thank you. That's what I was going to get to. What's the dynamic there where every time uh, she goes off, he just lets Taylor do whatever she wants? Right. He saw the, the camera angle, shows Lainey. Yeah, everyone's Taylor, watching. Back to, uh, you know, Taylor sprints over, and he just sits there, and he doesn't do anything. Like, So that was, yeah, so that's bullying, and then, like, but then, but then that's the thing. Like, Lainey's not fucking innocent. Like, she sees that passed out girl in the bathroom, Misty. Misty. And okay, Misty goes, how does it feel? I got into my top choice art school and yeah. here you are cleaning out my puke. That's a bitchy thing to say. Her and her friend also said kill yourself. told that's her to up. kill herself. That's extremely fucked Super up. fucked up. So, I mean, and, she's, and she asked, she was trying to help her. And then she was right. a bitch on top of that. So she had what she had coming. Yeah, but it's also like, do you... I think this movie, there's a lot of instances where it's like, you're a terrible person. Let me be a more terrible person. Like the pube thing, you know, like there's not one character that you can say is like completely blameless unless it's like a supporting character. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's you, like painting someone's face. Like that's harmless. I mean, I, I thought think. it was harmless. She screamed. Yeah. Yeah. I would like I mean, probably just be like, what the I'd fuck? wipe this off. Yeah. We yeah. wrote on, if you passed out first at parties, like you got penises drawn on your face. Yes. I thought the we bullying. up. Well, did we? No, not so much, but I mean to the, yeah, yeah. There was no dicks, but I just, I do think the bullying was a lot and I was, yeah, no one said, like he should have said something when she poured the cup. Yeah. And then I do like what he said. Okay. He goes out, she's crying, catches her um, and he, and he's talking to her. He's like, you were laughing today. You were having fun. Like she started to open up right when they're at the beach and he's like, but you know, you got to take, it's going to come the good and the bad. 
Sure. So you kind of got to get over that. And I guess, you know, Philosophy. It, is a, it is a good point. You know, this is life. You got to get out there and you got to live your life and can't be scared to do so. And there's going to be some negative shit and you're just going to have to to roll with it. And but I did like what she said. She stood up for herself and she said, yeah. you know, like, I know, like, well, I don't like kick it like this because there's people like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only time she was like, I reject the popularity. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I had the bullying thing, and then kids are assholes. Kids are assholes. Oh, and then my final—I remember my final note. My final note was, um, so he loses the bet, okay, and he's sitting there and he's naked. Yeah. <laughs> And then he gets up on stage and the next thing you see, you stay on Rachel Lee Cook and she gets the bowl and she's laughing. Yeah. And I'm literally like, did this guy just flash his entire dick and balls to, I mean, how many people went to graduation? Like yeah. all parents, the kids, grandparents, parents, yeah. teachers. Kids. It's a fucking crime. If you he's show your penis. He's going to jail. If you show, he's not going to Dumbeth. Yeah. Fuck that. If you, if you pee in public, yeah. uh, you can be registered as a sex offender. And he's just getting up on stage in front of everyone, yeah. showing his dick and balls. Exactly. And she's laughing. And everyone's laughing. And she's yeah. like smelling the bowl. Like, <laughs> no, stop that. This is a felony. Is super, it a felony? Supersize those balls. I don't think it's a felony, but it's like a you crime. can. There's play. Yeah, there's. You there's, wouldn't be allowed. Uh, there's states where you have to register as a sex offender if you just get caught peeing in a bush. I'm sorry. You will no longer be attending Dartmouth or Yale or Harvard because. Or all the other schools you got into with the fourth highest GPA. <laughs> My dad's a doctor. <laughs> um, but my dad's a doctor. But my dad's no, a doctor. No, he's... Well, yeah, um, yeah. I think we should... I think about wrapping this up. <laughs> uh, so, you know... We're, we're just, so what was... Takeaways. What, like, overall? Listen. She's all that. I love this movie. I really do. It was so impactful to my adolescent years. Um... Do I think it's aged like milk? Absolutely. I think we covered that. Um, But I really think, you know, at the time it was very, what's the word? Relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that women need to not be objectified. I think we need to have people of color and, you know, main character parts. And I think we need to not... Uh, think that people need to change to be popular. Like, I think you should be who you are and that's it. Like I, you know, I think the movie, it kind of makes reference. It kind of makes fun of itself for being like, you know, like you don't have to change to be who you are, but like kind of like took your hair down, put your fucking contacts. You know, when he takes the glasses off on the street and he's like, have you ever considered wearing contacts? Your eyes are really beautiful. Beautiful. It's like, um, her eyes are beautiful through the glasses yeah. too. You like, can't you, see them through those Yeah, those tiny lenses. glasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Come no, it totally now. changes it. Um, yeah. No, but I think this film, I think this film really had its place in time. I mean, 1999 feels a long time ago. It is a long time ago. I keep thinking it's like, oh, that's only 10 years ago. Yeah. But it's not. No. It's yeah. 20 years ago now. 21. Um, yeah, and also I think that like, we need to not make fun of people for having, you know, what's considered blue collar jobs. Like, Having a trade, owning a house is a huge achievement. Oh God, Raising yeah. two kids yeah. by yourself. By yourself, yeah. What about you? I was what a good you, dad. Yeah, who's a good dad? What are your takeaways? Um, takeaways, I, I, what I, I just wrote, summed it up in one sentence. In the end, you know, he he helped to open her up, which mm-hmm. I think was yeah, good. Enough. That was like, uh, you know, something throughout the film, yeah, especially with her art. She didn't want to show anybody the art of her mom, 
and that mm, really you know touch on that, yeah. part of her that um you know she needed to show some people open up uh stop being closed off to the world she had she had fun at the beach you know there's no telling with what her bobos exactly bobos but she also you know <laughs> we never even talked about the art teacher with the feather like running yeah right that was weird this just really uh but what is this what does this say about you she was uh this uh this i read this <laughs> article i read this article about this uh oh incident in mokadishu and this represents that. Who is that woman? I need to find her. <laughs> She's been in a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, but I need to find um, her right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, you know he he opened her up, and I think she freed him up from uh, some of like the mental blocks. I'm just Personal. gonna, I'm just gonna walk you? around with a feather now. Like, what is your know. art? Your creativity? Because um, Misty's was so deep with the clowns, like that is so understandable. Right, the hurt. That the, was hurt. That was trash. You know what I mean? And then no did, if you saw what. Um, Lainey put on her face it was that clown paint yeah 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 but, but then my thing too was like I okay I don't know what women are holding their purse but all those colors she had she did have them I saw when when she slumped down yeah, to the shit she had that clear purse which is yeah. like come back into fashion and you could see there were like crayons and shit but there but why why agreed thank you that's why and I like, didn't know that's something I wanted happen. to ask anyway, you no I don't I yeah. can't say that I have crayons <laughs> in my purse do you have black yellow no, aqua I don't. nope uh, red. Usually it's like, do I have my keys? Do yeah. I have my wallet? I am mask. succeeding alive. Yeah. Now, mask. Yeah. <laughs> check, check, check. Yeah. yeah. Bobos. Bobos. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, on the, on the positive note, I feel like they were good for each other. Um, they were? Because, well, yeah, like he, he pulled good. something out of her and let her come out of her shell yeah. a little bit, which I think every, everybody needs to do. Yeah. You need to be exactly who you are in this life and, you know, not give can a we, fuck about anybody else, what anybody thinks. This is so not the end of the thing, but can we quickly talk about how he walks into school in the opening scene, how he has a president parking spot. Like, yeah. is that normal? No, I don't uh, think it is. What is, is president he's, he's of like what? class president. Class president, yeah, yeah. Would you have a spot? Um, there was a couple spots for kids in my high school. Okay. Yeah, And yeah. then he walks into the corridor and he and looks a picture of himself <laughs> he yes. looks at himself and he smiles and he winks yeah. to himself like what's up yeah. you guy yeah. hey uh. this was obviously taken yesterday yeah no worries amazing that was a- i need a picture of myself you can walk in and wink <laughs> walk in like oh. wherever and sorry sorry this is so not the end of the podcast but like the joke where he kept like getting people's names wrong where he's like what's up yeah, no, no, and she's like, that's not, "That's not his name." No, yeah, but he did it to a girl in the corner yeah. right after that, and she goes, "That's your, not, not your name." Yeah, her friend. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "I don't care." <laughs> oh, my oh my god, he knows me. He knows me. That's not your that's name. Not, that's not his name. Yeah, oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, uh, maybe it was like very politician-y where it's like glad handing handling, you know, where it's like, "Oh hey, how are you?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Weird. He's he's trying to get prom king. You know Listen. what I mean? And, the cl- and oh, that was another thing. It's I was an election ask you. year. I feel so stupid for not asking this. In your high school, I didn't have a. Oh, we had like a formal. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. Was prom queen that big of a deal? Like to the point where people were making raps about it. People were like <laughs> voting about it. Like, was it like the topic of conversation? No. Uh, maybe it was just maybe I was high. Um, the whole time. You well, were I was. That was. I only that. smoked like freshman year. Kids don't do drugs. Don't uh, do it. To your. You're an adult. Exactly. And your brain's fully formed. Exactly. And then it's fine. And then you're good. Um, but it wasn't that big of a deal in my high school. Like, I couldn't tell you who Prom King was my junior or senior year. Or queen. I mean, 
They made it seem like they had fucking t-shirts and pins. Yeah, and she was giving out um, posters of what's the Umbop guys? Ha- oh my god, we Hanson. didn't even talk about Hanson. Hanson. There was a lot of Hanson references, <laughs> but um, we totally got sidetracked. What was your hey. takeaway? Oh, I think I did my takeaways already. All right. He, you know, he he pulled some out of her. She elevated him a little he bit. He did say at the end that he was like wanted to pursue art. Yeah, I mean, that. that opened him up. Like when he, when he hacky, hacky, sack. That might be my new mantra. <laughs> I hope it is. It's so, great. it's so relevant. Yeah, oh my hacky. God. Yeah. Like, don't let it drop. Hacky. And that music in the back. Yeah. But it always drops. It always drops. And then everyone's like, and that one oh guy with the glasses God. was like, yes. yes. I'm going to start wearing a beret and just walking around Why with not? a hacky sack. Um, so I want to end off every podcast. This is going to be a thing that we do where we do a shout out. Did you find your random person? You have a second. Shout out for. Well, oh, yeah, 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 for so, sure. Yep. Yeah, let's do that. I just worked on a movie. Um, my part was very small and insignificant. Uh, check my IMDb, bitch. No, I'm just hey. I know I should set it up, I guess. Um, so the random crew member to shout out uh, from this movie, uh, I chose Jesse Kane. And at the time of the movie, uh, they were an art department intern. And I'm using they because I don't actually know their pronouns. And I think we need to be respectful of pronouns and stuff. But they were an art department intern on this movie who went on to direct and produce a bunch of random stuff. So look up Jesse Kane. Um, shout out for your contribution to this film in 1999. Um, we see you. We see you know, lots of different people from the crew. I, I have begun watching all the uh, credits just because, like, I know now how much, like, goes into making a movie. And it's, you know, you sacrifice ye- sometimes years of your life to work on something that people can be like, I didn't like it, which is absolutely not what we're saying about this movie. Like, I definitely, I definitely appreciate it for what it did. There you go. What's, um, up? What's your random shout out? I'm going to go with, uh, like your significant other, I'm going to go to editorial department and uh, assistant editor, uh, Michael T. Wilson. Nice. Um, Mike? I know your significant other does editing. My um, roommate directs and edits a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So That's I, an important part. And him helping me just shoot like a self-tape mm-hmm. um, for, you know, for an audition. That takes time yeah. and it's, it, a lot goes into it. And, you know... There's, there's definitely an art form. Absolutely. So shout out to, to... I mean, editorial can make a break. I mean, there's a reason that there's a Oscar category for editorial yeah. because it's like, in a sense, you're almost like... I mean, the director has the vision and everybody works on it, but like editorial is like really tightening it up and putting it together. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that was uh, She's a Lot. We did it. Do you think it aged like milk, David? I think it, <laughs> I think it aged out, aged like milk. Shell necklaces... Uh, shark with a shark tooth <laughs> on it that uh, those haven't been around and just In those, a minute. Although, those slang words none of them bubbles. none of them held up unless until we bring them back right now and wigan you fully wigged out. oh you oh no you wiggage yeah. major wiggage major major wiggage it's funny that that was your biggest takeaway and like i had so many like deeper like you know cultural shifts like <laughs> no means no but like that's well, no, it does mean no, no I know. but you know. No, I know. But that's why it's great that we are doing this podcast together because we notice different things. Yeah. And I love it. For sure. Uh, so that's it for us. Hey. Yay, till next it. time. Yeah. Keep listening. Uh, keep being cool. I feel like you can hear my dog crying in the background. Well, maybe you can't. Maybe not. Who knows? Should um, they follow us somewhere? Yeah. Uh, what do we? What do we say to end off this podcast? Check your fridge. 
Yeah, make sure that milk. Make sure that milk is taken out. <laughs> gross milk is gross. Exactly. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll chop it out.